0: i'm heidi harris this is the heidi harris show podcast i do these a couple of times a week you can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts you can also catch me live in st louis on sunday nights at 97.1 fm talk in st louis seven to nine st louis time five to seven for those uh people who remember me in vegas so uh, check it out i'm also proud to welcome to the heidi harris show podcast a great sponsor boss security screens they are amazing they do a fantastic job. I have them on my house. I can't even tell you how great it is to feel secure knowing that somebody cannot get into your house. I, and I'm not putting down other types of security systems, but I had wrought iron on my house when I bought it. It looked like a pawn shop because it just wasn't very good wrought iron. And these security screens are amazing. You can open them from the inside if you need to to get out or to clean them. They, you can see right through them. They're amazing and they prevent break-ins. And the average home invasion takes like two minutes. They come in, they grab your your wallet, your jewelry, your money, your guns, whatever they can get in two minutes and they're out the door if they can get easy access to your house. So don't be an easy mark. Get Boss Security Screens. The website is bosssecurityscreens.com. That's bosssecurityscreens.com. And you will love yours like I love mine. It's a great feeling. Interesting controversy today regarding Joe Rogan, who, as you know, does a podcast on Spotify. I got to tell you the truth. I don't think I've ever seen an entire podcast of his. I did not watch the one that he did with Dr. Robert Malone or Peter McCullough. I've seen them speak plenty of times. And it's not because I don't like Joe Rogan. It's because I've just been busy. I interviewed him years ago. He was a very nice guy. It's back when he was doing um, some TV show. Very nice guy. I have not talked to him since, and I don't really listen to the show. I've caught clips of him on Twitter and things like that, but to sit down and listen to every show, I have not, and it's not because I don't think he does a good job. Uh, Just we're all busy, you know, and sometimes you don't make time for it. And nowadays, it's interesting, too, because now that most of us aren't in the car that much, because you're working from home primarily, there are things you don't do. The listening habits are different. Now, I'll listen to some things when I walk my dog, some podcasts and some, you know, shows and things like that, but... You know, it's just it's just different, anyway. So, as you know, if you've been paying attention this last week, Neil Young, singer uh, who's also on Spotify, and can I just tell you, I don't even I'm not even on Spotify. I guess it's an app where you can get music downloaded. I, I'm sorry to sound so ignorant, but there's so many apps out there. I'm trying to keep up and I can't. But I know it has a lot of uh, music and podcasts and things like that. Great. Good for them. But Neil Young and some other people came out. Joni Mitchell and some others came out this last week, and they were saying, well, you can't have our music on your platform if you have Joe Rogan. Okay. And then a bunch of doctors came out in, you know, complaining about Joe Rogan and trying to get him silenced and this and that. And then Joe Rogan just today came out with a video that was conciliatory in nature. Because, you know, this here's the thing. Joe Rogan's not a bomb thrower. He's really not. He's just a nice guy doing a talk show. And if you agree, fine. If you don't agree, fine. But that's all he is. He's just a curious guy. And he does what well I've done for years and a lot of other hosts, although he gets paid a whole lot more money than I do. But we just ask questions. We get people on who are experts in their field, whatever it might be. That's what I've done my entire career. I don't claim to know everything about anything. So if I want an expert on about whatever, I get an expert on. That's what he does. And these people have an opinion. Other people have different opinions. Doctors don't always agree with each other. I get it. But that's all he's done. He talked about his own experience with COVID and how he was saved with various therapeutics. Okay, that's his experience. I don't know why everybody gets their boxers in a bunch about what Joe Rogan's got to say about his own personal experience. All he's doing is talking to people. And if we talk to each other more, maybe we wouldn't hate each other as much. I'm just saying. Anyway. So Joe Rogan came out with a video, which I posted on the Heidi Harris Show Facebook page. I don't know that I have the ability to put that on this podcast. Uh, that might be a, uh, some kind of a you know, property rights thing or something like that. I don't, I don't know. So I'm not going to put part of it here. I did put it on the Heidi Harris Show Facebook page. You can check that out. Just shared it on that. And he talked about his situation. He talked about Spotify, and he appreciates them. And he's a big Neil Young fan and this and that. And listen, once again... Joe's not being a suck up. He's always been, from what I've seen and from what I've heard and my personal experience with him, he's always been a nice guy. I mean, we can all be jerks, but I don't know that he's ever been a jerk. So he comes up with this video and he's got a conciliatory, striking, as they say, striking a conciliatory tone. And I guess Spotify is going to put some kind of a disclaimer on any future podcast that he does regarding covid and send people to some other site which of course tells them something that's different the company line. Now, I'm all about people checking multiple sources. I think anybody who's intellectually honest wants to see that, right? You check this source, you check that source, and we'll all sit around and talk about what, you know the virtues of their point of view versus this point. Great. That's what it should be. But Here's the thing that I would caution Joe Rogan about, and he certainly doesn't need my opinion. This is a $100 million guy. I'm not sure how he gets his money. I'm not sure if it's uh, stock options. By the way, Spotify lost $2 billion in value over the last couple of days. Eww, that's a lot of money. And I don't know the inner workings of all of that. So did he get stock options? Did he get uh, you know a cash check? I don't know how it works. But obviously he's got to be worried about losing his deal because this is a guy who's got the biggest deal in history of podcasting. Most people who do podcasts make zero money at it. Zero money. And that's okay. I mean, you know, if you get good enough or you have some advertisers, you can make some money. Most people do not. And here's Joe Rogan making a lot of money because you get eyeballs and you get earlobes on what you're doing. Well, good for him. But I think the part that he's missing, and he's a smart, smart guy, is that the haters don't want you to be conciliatory they don't want you to say well maybe i don't always get it right or he doesn't have to get it right he's an opinion guy and it's freaking out the media and i've seen some tweets out there and i this is why i stay on twitter i know many of you are disgusted with twitter and it is a sewer i stay on twitter because i want to hear other points of view i don't want to be and i'm on some other sites too gab getter whatever but i never put anything on there i don't want to be on an echo chamber I don't want every tweet to agree with me. I want to see what other people are saying. And the mainstream media folks, New York Times writers and others, are freaking out. I don't know why they trust Joe Rogan over us. We don't trust you because you have an agenda. See, the difference between Joe Rogan and these so called news reporters is Joe Rogan admits he's an entertainer, he's doing a show. It's like Rush Limbaugh used to say, I'm an entertainer. That's what you do first and foremost. I mean, I take what I do seriously. Ultimately, I'm not an expert on anything other than my opinion. And so I put people on if there's something I need an expert opinion on. And like I said, even those people can disagree with each other. But the whole thing is that these folks are losing their minds in the mainstream media because they have a narrative that they wanna push about the vaccines. I have never told anybody not to get a vaccine or to get a vaccine, I would never do that. I don't give medical advice, I'm not qualified. So just hang on there. I'm not afraid to take a position on it. I just think it's irresponsible. I think it's rude for me to tell somebody to take a vaccine and it's rude for me to tell somebody not to take a vaccine. I mean, I've just, there's no way that I can address that. And I wouldn't. It's not that I'm afraid of anybody getting mad at me. I just think it's wrong. So the whole point is that the people in the mainstream, New York Times and MSNBC and all these people, they're used to being able to carry the narrative. They're used to the day when people came home and watched Walter Cronkite on TV and your parents went, okay, that's the way it is. And that's what everybody believed. That's gone now. Now, there are people, I've got people in my own family who believe the company line about COVID and all this stuff. They do, they believe what's on mainstream media, NBC, CBS, that's all they watch. They're not on the internet. They're not checking alternate sources. When I say internet, I'm talking you know mainstream and sources, left, right, whatever. They're not checking alternate points of view. They're just looking at what CBS, NBC and ABC who are sponsored by Big Pharma have to say about the vaccines. Do you honestly think you're getting an objective point of view from people who are sponsored by Big Pharma? You are not. Everybody's compromised. Everyone. If you're going to take money from somebody, you're going to you know, have to dance to their tune. That's what it comes down to. That's why I'm very picky about who sponsors what I do. Because I don't want somebody sponsoring what I do who I would then feel as if I couldn't talk about this or I couldn't talk about that because... It would be compromising either myself or the advertiser, whatever. That's why I've got Boss Security screens. They're terrific. I have them on my house. I believe in them. I tell my neighbors about them. I, I love the product. I wouldn't take sponsorship from Big Pharma or somebody where I'd have to be careful what I said the rest of my life. That's crazy land. But listen, we all have to make a buck, and I get it. I understand why people do it. But, you know, the larger issue is these folks in the media, they're used to controlling the narrative, and now they can't, and they're freaking out about Joe Rogan. So my point being this joe rogan is trying to be conciliatory trying to be a nice guy i know i keep using the c word i am because it's that's the best word i can come up with because he's not being a wimp he's not backing down he's just saying look do i get it wrong sometimes well sure we all do because it's his opinion but if you don't like joe rogan's opinion don't listen to him i mean my gosh there are people on tv radio i wouldn't listen to if you tied me to a chair And I'm talking some right-wingers you can't get me to listen to, that you have to tie me to a chair because I can't either stand their show, even if I agree with their opinion, I don't find them entertaining, I don't find them saying anything unique, and I don't have time. I got to tell you guys, the older I get, the more I look into the situation and realize how little I know about the world and the Bible and all these other things that I need to focus my attention on, I'm not going to listen to somebody telling me what I already know, I don't have time, life is too short. So that's why there's a lot of right-wing radio I don't listen to. Yeah, uh uh-huh, uh-huh, I got it. Yeah, uh uh-huh, uh-huh, I got it. So I don't. And if you don't like what Joe Rogan has to say, don't listen to him. Keep scrolling. If you don't like what I have to say, don't listen to me. I mean, it's crazy land, but Joe Rogan is missing the point that these people want nothing less than your head on a stick. That's what they want. They want your head on a stick. You cannot appease them I've dealt with these people before and when I've dealt with them and they've come tried to come for me I've never apologized because my ad, and I'm not saying well Joe kind of apologized but I'm not saying that everything I say is uh, something everyone agrees with of course it's not if I've said something that's wrong then I will apologize for it I've never said it's not that I've never said anything wrong but I've never said anything in 24 years on the air that I could be sued for because I don't do that I'm not irresponsible I'm not a bomb thrower I don't run out and make accusations, call people names and all those kinds. I don't do that kind of show. But when I say something that's talking about, for example, social issues, the need for kids to have moms and dads and things like that, I'm right and I'm never going to back down and I'm never going to apologize and I don't care who's offended. And in the case of Joe Rogan, what he's done is given a platform to people who have credentials far exceeding his and far exceeding 99.999% of the people who are complaining about it. These are credentialed people. These are not whack jobs talking about the vaccines. Joe's had them on because they've got something to say, and they've got something behind what they have to say. But my point is that these people are not appeased. And had I ever apologized for anything I'd said, and I've been asked to, and I won't, but, you know, had I apologized, all this would do is empower them. That's what you have to understand, Joe. They are not appeased. They want your head on a stick. You cannot make nice. You're a nice guy. These people are treacherous, horrible human beings who want to take your head off. And let's be honest, there are a whole lot of people who are just flat out jealous that Joe Rogan is making all this money and they aren't. That's part of it too. So I wish Joe the absolute best. Uh, I, I, like I said, I don't listen to a show because I just am busy. But I do wish him the best, and I hope that he stands strong. And I know this video that he put out today, which, once again, is on the Heidi Harris Show Facebook page. You can check it out. You can watch it and see for yourself what you say about it. Because, listen, you know, why, why is a podcaster talking about another podcaster? Normally I don't talk about people in the media, other people. I'm not bashing him. Joe Rogan, is, he's like the canary in the, in the coal mine. I mean, I was at the time that I got canned uh, for stuff that I said that was, you know, socially conservative. And I'm not going over my old stuff. You can read my book. And I'm not comparing myself to Joe Rogan. He makes a lot more money. He's got a lot more reach than I do. But the point is, you know, he's the canary in the coal mine. It's larger than Joe Rogan. That's the point. This isn't about Joe Rogan. This is about one of the highest profile people and the Haters trying to shut them down. That's what it comes down to. They've come after people like Tucker Carlson. Certainly they've come after me, but I'm much, I realize you know I'm not at the level of these people as far as uh, you know notoriety and whatnot. But they're not going to stop. And the fact that they're not going to stop doesn't make us wrong. See, that's the thing. They can't stand a differing point of view. And they're not going to be satisfied until they get your head on a stick. And then they go and find somebody else. It's the cancel culture, and I hate to use such a catchy phrase that everybody uses, talking point, but it's true. They just go after this one, this one, this one, this one, and this one, and they're not satisfied until they get everybody. They're on a search and destroy mission. That's what it comes down to. So I wish Joe well, but I don't think this video is going to appease anybody. Maybe it'll appease his bosses. I don't know. I don't know what his contract says. I remember years ago when Don Imus got fired for something. He didn't even say his co-host called these girls nappy-headed hoes. It wasn't even Joe. I mean, it wasn't even uh, Don Imus who said it. Oh, my gosh. And he got fired for that. But his contract was rock solid, apparently, from what I understand. His His contract said, you can't fire me for anything I say. And that's how it should be. If you don't say anything that's legally actionable, which I have never done in 24 years, management should back you. That should be the standard, period. In the case of Joe Rogan, I don't know if he's a Christian. I know that I am, and I never worry about standing up for truth because God will always make sure I don't miss a meal. And speaking of meals, I can tell you this. If you are willing to eat poop, they will serve it up on toast. I'm Heidi Harris. Don't forget, you can catch me every Sunday night in St. Louis, uh, 7 to 9 p.m. in St. Louis, 97.1 FM Talk. You can also catch my headlines with Heidi videos that I do every day. I've now put them on Vimeo, and you can find them at HeidiHarris.com. I kind of talk about some news of the day, and you all seem to like it, so that's why I continue to do it. So check it out at HeidiHarris.com. Until we meet again, remember, you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scottwell. (laughs)